What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Real Tour Advice Podcast. Each week, I provide advice to help realtors grow their business and become better agents. I'm your host, Mike Opid, and this is episode number six about tips on how to stay mentally sharp. Let's go. All right, guys, I think this is a really important topic that isn't discussed as much as I think it should be in our career. Guys, real estate is an insanely stressful job. You know, it's something I've talked about before. We don't know where our next paychecks are coming from, where our next clients are coming from. You know, it's life. There's bills to pay. We got mortgages, rents, car, everything you could think of. You know, we got to live, we got to eat. So it just becomes really stressful in that regard. And on top of that, just putting deals together, getting deals to close, uh, convincing sellers to work with us is really difficult and stressful. And even if you do put a deal together, you know, there's there's still a really good chance that deal is going to fall apart. And that, that could be incredibly stressful on us, you know, and it does take a toll on us and any human under stress. And we got to find different ways to deal with the stress and find different ways to take mental breaks. Um, and they could be of different types, too. They could be uh, short breaks. You could have a long break. It doesn't really matter, but the idea behind it is we need to make sure that we are doing what is necessary so that we have these mental breaks so that we can stay mentally sharp. You know, real estate is one of those careers that there is just, there's a lot on the line at all times. You know, we are dealing with the biggest financial decision of people's lives. We cannot not have not be on our game you know we always need to be on top of things we got to make sure we're providing the best advice possible you know and we got to make sure we're considering everything or as much as possible when it comes to things like offers and, and doing market analysis we got to make sure that we are mentally always there for our clients because any lapse in that could really hurt their decision making and really hurt them in general You know, if you are not on top of your game doing a market analysis and you price a property uh, improperly, it could sit there for a long time before it ever sells. Then you have to do price reductions and now you're stressing out because you have to convince the seller that you did know what you were talking about when you suggested that price initially. And there's a lot of backtracking that has to happen now to get to a price where it's going to sell. On top of that, I mean, sellers, you know, a lot of times are unrealistic on their pricing and we have to have that conversation with them. If you are not mentally on top of your game, you might get pushed around by a seller and end up listing at a price that is not a smart price to list for that property. So it's little things like that that could add up, you know, and we really gotta make sure we're on our top of our game. So there's definitely some tips that I have done over the years and have been suggested to me um, things that are simple, that but they need to happen. Um, one of the best tips that it's something I've been trying to do recently is something as simple as meditate, where we just shut down for a certain period of time, and it doesn't have to be a long time. Uh, I you know I've tried five minutes, ten minutes. Uh, it's really tough to shut your brain off. It really is, but. 
if you're able to sit down maybe in a quiet place and kind of just even if it's in your office or in your car just somewhere we could kind of close your eyes and relax for a few minutes you'd be shocked on how much that's going to help you uh, especially when things get stressful you know um it's just it's just kind of that just that deep breath that we need to take you know so it, it's definitely something i've been looking into a um, bunch of different ways to meditate you know you could seriously google it there's so many different there's even apps you can use that will help you meditate um, but it is something very powerful and it's actually something that a lot of you know people we read about on a daily basis like oprah and you know um, barack obama uh, a lot of these top CEOs that are running multi-billion dollar companies, they stress that a lot. Tony Robbins talks about it quite often in uh, a lot of the stuff he does. Um, and it's just, it's, if this amount of people are doing it that are very successful, there's a reason for it. They see the benefits of it. And I think it's something that you guys should look into just for, if, if anything, just to give it a shot and see if it helps. You don't know, um, you know, especially when there's stress is involved we got to find a bunch of different ways to find ways to you know kind of almost like decompress in a way uh piggyback off that actually is if you guys haven't tried this it's a really simple thing you could do but just try some deep breathing and i've tried this before i i honestly i forget to do it a lot of times but what you do is it's simple you you inhale for three seconds you kind of hold it there for a few seconds and then you exhale for three seconds um, there's different ways to do it you can look it up too but the breathing is a way to relax yourself and kind of decompress from whatever that stressful situation is I try to do this when I start to feel stressed out about something whether it's a deal client I'm dealing with uh, life in general I mean life itself is, is a shit show so you know there's a lot of times where I'll use just deep breathing to kind of put myself in a better mental state and it helps tremendously. Um, it's again, another thing a lot of these, you know, really successful people are doing uh, on top of meditating is breathing. And some of them even combine the two of them to kind of create like a meditation with breathing to just kind of relax the body overall. Um, I know with the breathing, I, I've noticed it that I've had some stressful situations. I do some deep breathing, I can just kind of feel the stress kind of like rolling off my shoulders. My, my shoulders kind of un, or, uh, are, are, that are just really tense, like loosen up. I'm able to relax a little bit and it's helped me to kind of clear my mind a little bit more and think differently in that situation and kind of think of all the different angles instead of just the one that I'm extremely pissed off about. Um, maybe come at it from different perspectives, whatever. It helps. Try breathing, you know, and, and as I say, look it up before you do it. Don't just try to wing it. There's a lot of different ways you can breathe to, to really help calm yourself and, and kind of mentally get back into the moment. Um, another thing, reading. I'm a huge reader. I love reading. I wish I had picked it up at a younger age. Uh, I mean, there's just so much education in books. But the one thing that, that I've really found about reading is that no matter the situation I'm in, whether it's you know a negotiation with, on a contract or just dealing with a client in general, I, I read at nights uh, to kind of 
mentally decompress. And I read, I mean, you can read whatever, really, you know, I read a lot of business books. For me, you know, that's just, that's what I've always been focused on, just business in general. So I've found a bunch of different business books that I, I like to read for at least 30 minutes before I go to bed. I do it every single night that I can. And it just, it really, really helps, you know, kind of put me in a better mindset. As, as I fall asleep, I'm able to get a lot more rest. And this in turn, you know, helps me um, be more mentally sharp the next night. If you don't get your sleep, you're not gonna be as mentally sharp. And I'll get that into, into that in a second. Um, but try, try looking up books to read. You know, let's, let's just, for 30 minutes, you know, you could do it during the day too, which I've heard a lot of people do as well, is they'll just, you know, read for a little bit, put everything down, read for a little bit, and then, you know, hopefully when they get back to it, they're in a better state of mind. And it does, it does really help too. Because um, on top of it, you're also, if you're reading business books, you're also educating yourself, and that's why I like to do it at night. Um, I kind of just put everything down. I, I kind of just put the tech down, TV off. You know, I kind of just sit in a quiet place and I read. And it really, really helps relax me, put me in a good state of mind. Then I can just knock out when I go to bed. Um, and that's that would be the another thing that I talk about is, you know, needing sleep. You know, we talk all the time about um, you know, how much we are on our game all the time, 24-7, 365. You know, real estate is nonstop. You know, we get up, we're thinking about it, we go to bed, we're thinking about it. Need to really get your sleep, guys. Find that number that makes sense. Um, it's something I've talked about in the past, you have everyone blogs about it, but you know, you need to be consistent with how you get up and uh, what time you get up and what time you go to bed. Be consistent in that pattern, you know, so that you are getting the same amount of sleep every single night. It's how our bodies work. We adjust to things and then if you get in that routine, now your body's in that routine and it, you're gonna wake up feeling so much more refreshed. You know, and you might have to work up to a certain amount of times that, that you want to, to get up. You know, if like you want to get up earlier, maybe you get up a little bit early every single day from the time you're getting up to get to that, you know, six o'clock time or whatever. Um, but just try to find ways to be consistent with your sleep and get your sleep. It really, really helps to refresh you. Mentally, you're just better when you get up in the morning. Um, you know, so it's, it's a big thing that I've, I've tried to focus a lot more on. That's why I read before I go to bed, because I know at the end of the day, I, I'm putting everything I can into the hours I'm awake. I'm ready to crash at that point. But the reading helps me kind of just put myself in a different mindset, get a good night's sleep, wake up in the morning refreshed. It's huge to do this to be on top of our game. Uh, vacations is something that I, I I like to take them at least once a year. It's tough to get away. I totally get that. Um, but your business does not stop because you go on vacation. When I first went away for longer than a couple days, I found just as stressed as I was going into that trip that my business did not stop because I went away for four days. 
there's ways to make sure your business is still running efficiently, you know, and it doesn't matter where you go in the world, we're always connected from the internet, so don't feel like you're just totally gonna neglect your business, but people will understand, people will, will totally get the fact that you need to get away for a few days. Um, one tip though, I personally love to get away on holiday weekends because they are typically the slowest. Um, so Memorial Day weekend, Labor Day weekend, usually very slow times. Fourth of July especially, if it falls on a weekend, I love to go away on the Fourth of July. That whole weekend is dead. It's so slow. Even if you're in town, it's gonna be slow. It's a great time to get away where you can maybe plan a little bit longer of a trip, not feel so guilty. The business will be still running quote unquote, but like your emails are gonna slow down, the calls, the texts are gonna slow down. Uh, and that's a great way to get a mental break too, is just to kind of pile up an extra few days because now everyone else is doing the same thing and go relax. But you know, even if they're just simple weekend getaways, it helps, it really does. The key to it all though is you got to make sure you're on vacation and in that moment. If you're just stressing out about job and deals and stuff like that, it's not gonna help you. You really gotta find a way to disconnect when you're on those trips. If you go away to like a, you know, a different country, maybe go online and check your emails twice a day. Uh, I did that when I went to Dominican. I went in the morning, I would check my email, and in the early evening before we went out for dinner or whatever, I would check my email then. Um, maybe catch up on a text message or two throughout the day. But for the most part, I, I thought it was just completely necessary for me to just kind of disconnect while I was there. Of course, we're still gonna be attached to our deals and still have to be present. Um, but there's ways to make it work where you can really relax on those trips and put the work down. Cause that is really what it's about. It's putting the work down it's just mentally clearing your mind, getting a break, enjoying the moment, enjoying the company you're with, and just kind of just, you know, kind of um, hitting the refresh button in a way and getting yourself in a better mindset going forward. So vacations are wonderful. If you do it right, you could definitely, definitely benefit from getting away for a few days. Um, another way actually is to schedule time in your day for a break. If anyone is big into scheduling, like time blocking, this is a great way to add to your day. Maybe it's a 30 minute break where you just go for a walk or hell, maybe even it's just 30 minutes in your day where you just close your eyes. I, there's countries where they actually take naps throughout the day, which is insane to me, but but the idea is the same. Get a little bit of a mental break and then push through the rest of your day. It's the whole purpose behind it. It's not tough to do. 30 minutes isn't gonna make or break you know, your day at all. You know, If you don't respond to an email or text or call for 30 minutes, not the worst thing in the world. You know, Not all the time do we have to respond immediately to people. You can take those 30 minutes just for yourself do something. If the weather's nice, you know, a walk is always, always a good idea. Um, you know, maybe it's even as simple as you gotta do some grocery shopping or, or go run some errands. Put 
the put the phone down or just put it on silent, go run your errands, get back on your day. It's just something to take a break from the job. That's what those 30 minutes or even if it's an hour if you want to in the day is all about. It's scheduling that time for the mental break so that you can be sharp when you go back at it. Uh, another tip I really love, it's something that I do every single morning is exercise. The benefits of exercising is, is astronomical. You could read billions of articles on it. It's one of the best things we could ever do. If maybe you need to uh, join a gym and exercise during the day, maybe that is your scheduled break in the day. Lunchtime, you go hit the gym up, and then you get back at it. Again, the key though, you gotta put the tech down if you want to listen to music, that's one thing. Don't be answering emails or calls or texts while you're at the gym. You know, save that till after. But it's an exercise. It's a great way for a mental break. Uh, I do mine in the morning. I work out in the morning. It's just it helps put me in a good mental place to know I got to sweat in, I got to work out in, I got my my heart pumping, my my adrenaline's going. You know, it, it really puts me in a good place for the rest of the day because now I'm psyched. You know, I'm up, I'm motivated. I get up early and exercise because for me, it's the best way for me to start my day and put myself in a good mental place going forward because now I'm up, I'm energetic. You know, I have all that adrenaline going. I can get so much more shit done in the beginning of that day than if I don't exercise. And I feel it I've, both ways, the days I don't exercise if I'm taking a day off or if I just couldn't get to the gym that day or I, you know, I couldn't get out for a run or something, I feel it those days. I'm, I'm slow, I'm sluggish to get going. Um, you know, maybe need more coffee in the morning, whatever it is, but I'm telling you, exercise is great. Get out there, do some exercising some point throughout the day. Again, just another way to get a mental, uh, keep yourself mentally sharp. Personal days is something that I've done throughout my whole life. I call them mic days. I used to do it in high school. I would I would totally fake being sick. My mom knew it too, it was so funny. I used to literally say like, all right, I got no tests or anything like that this day. I was never really sick as a kid, so I used to fake being sick so I could just take a personal day. And it literally is just a day that I would stay home and just goof off all day. But sometimes we just need a day to ourselves. I did the same thing in college. I would time it out so that I didn't have tests or anything like that. I knew if there was classes I could miss, but you know, sometimes you just need a full day just to relax. You know, go do something. You know, maybe you go to the beach or something like that. A um, little bit harder to disconnect when you take a full day off, but if you don't plan showings or appointments or things like that and you just really do the best you can to take that one day to relax, a great way to take a mental break, uh, kind of hit that reset, refresh a switch, especially if you don't have time to go on vacation or the funds to do so. You know, a lot of new agents just getting started, you don't have the financials to go on trips. Um, you know, it's too expensive to go out of town. Here you go, one day, take a mental break, if you need it, you know, I highly suggest working your ass off as much as possible, um, but we do need full days. Take a full day off and just, 
you know, call it your day. You know, don't schedule anything. Just relax as much as possible. A uh, couple more tips for you guys. One of them is that I started implementing the last couple years. Turn the tech off before you go to bed. Just put the phone down, put the iPad down, turn the TV off, plug the lab laptop in for the night, tuck it away, and then just relax that last hour. I mean, this goes to back into me reading before I go to bed, or even if you want to um, maybe do some visualization, do your affirmations, do something, but put the tech down. Um, I have it where I don't pick my phone up from 11 o'clock on. I put all the tech down. I'm usually in bed about 11.30. If possible, I try not to do anything from 10.30 on, but I mean, sometimes that's just not possible. Um, but my rule of thumb is 11 o'clock, I put everything down. I don't need to be answering emails at 11 o'clock. I can get back to the clients the next morning. It's not gonna make or break things. Um, you know, if shit hits the fan and, and occasionally you have to answer something past 11, it's understandable, but if you put the tech down, let your eyes rest, do something before you go to bed to put yourself in a good mental place so you can wake up refreshed, it's huge. Uh, I've read a lot of studies about it. They talk about the time, the screen time that we have by staring at our phones, it affects our eyes, it affects our sleep. That's why they say you shouldn't be staring at your phone before you go to bed. There's a reason for it. If the studies have proven it, 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 it's obviously for a reason they were doing it. Put the tech down. It's not that big of a deal, guys. But it will help also kind of refresh you, give you a break. If you're stressed out, you get a break from your emails. They'll be there in the morning, but if you can just mentally put yourself in a good place before going to bed, again, get some good sleep, you'll be refreshed. And one of the last one of the last things that I've been doing um, is, is I handle my biggest tasks earlier in the morning. Every morning, I know the things I have to do. I'm a very regimented or routine type of person. You know, I have to-do lists. I have to get done in the morning. Um, from the minute I get up, I have a to-do list. When I go to the office, I have a to-do list. Um, it could be anything from you know exercising, packing my lunch, uh, to when I get to the office, you know, following up with leads following up on deals depending on the day. But I get as much as I can done earlier in the day because what I found, and everyone is different, but I found earlier in the day, I have the most, my brain works the best. That's why for me it makes sense to get up earlier. My brain is at full capacity earlier in the day, so I'm able to get tasks done so much more efficiently earlier in the day than if I was trying to do them at 10 o'clock at night. It takes me so much longer to do things at night than it does in the morning or earlier in the day. So if I have a big task I know I need to do the next day, I typically will wait to do that in the morning if it's gonna be a very tedious thing like doing a ton of research on a market analysis or something like that. If, if I can push it off to the next day, I'm going to. But that's how our bodies are. We only have so much brain capacity to use throughout the day. We're like batteries. That's why sleep is so important that 
we recharge during that time. I mean, there's the studies about sleep is insane how much they've talked about how beneficial it is. It really is a recharge of our battery. I mean, think about like just plugging your phone in at night, you know, you're plugging it in so in the morning it's ready to go. No different. That's how our bodies are, you know, and, and everyone uses their batteries different. You know, I just happen to have the most capacity to get stuff done in the morning. I do know people that are that work really, really efficiently at night. That's when they get the most stuff done. You know, they can crank shit out till one or two in the morning, no problem. They might sleep in to eight then or nine o'clock depending on their day, but that's because they are the most efficient at night. Find the times that you are the most efficient, that you are the most productive, and use that to your benefit. Use that to get as much stuff done during that period of time as possible. Because uh, the rest of the day, it's gonna it's gonna be tougher to get stuff done. That's just the reality of what it is. You know, um, something I could get done in a few minutes in the morning might take me a half hour in the evening. Uh, it's just how my body is wired, you know. I have dinner, I have kids that I gotta put down to go to sleep, and then I usually get back at it to start working. And I just I just see it, you know. I, I'm trying to get stuff done. There's a lot more distractions in the day, uh, for me at least, later on at night. You know, there's, I'll be honest, baseball games. You know, I'm not a, I'm not a TV guy, but like I like to watch sports. I like to watch movies, so that's usually the time if I'm ever gonna do it, it's gonna be in the evening. I don't have time throughout the day, so, you know, I'm also a little bit slower to get stuff done because of that, in all honesty, but look, find what's gonna be the most effective for you and start using it. So, guys, I, I can't stress how important it is that we have to be mentally sharp at all times. I just gave you eight or almost like 10 great tips there's tons of different ways to be mentally sharp. Find what's gonna work for you. Test things out. Don't be afraid to try stuff. You know, it, it's really a lot of trial and error in the shop when there's nobody looking over our shoulders to tell us what to do. We have to wing it and figure it out, figure all this crap out on ourselves. The, the quicker you're able to figure this stuff out, the more effective you're gonna be in this job and the more successful you're gonna be in this job. Uh, because this this is one of those jobs that it's all on you. Everything is on you. You know, it doesn't matter if you're part of a team, you're an independent agent, everything is on you. So find the ways to be the most effective, find the ways to be the most sharp, and you'll see how much more beneficial you are to, to helping your clients out and to yourself in general. Well, thank you for listening to the Real Tour Advice Podcast with Mike Opid. If you like my show and you want more helpful advice for realtors, please visit my website, www.mikeopid.com, or please leave me a review on iTunes, and join me next week. I'm not sure what the topic is going to be, guys, but I guarantee you it's going to help you out. Thanks for listening.